Hey guys, you know, last week I told you that I'm in the middle of this whole 30, right? right. I'm on yep. day 16 today. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. And, and so in addition sorry. to the wonderful uh, <laughs> cashew butter bacon burger I had the other day, yeah. we've been eating lots of interesting things. And, and when we were at the store the other day, April found these uh, grain-free tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. With sea salt flavor and avocado Isn't oil. Isn't this something you're technically not supposed to do on Whole30? Is you're not supposed to find foods that are like foods you like to eat outside of Whole30? Technically, it is compliant. <laughs> All of the ingredients. Technically. technically. But technically, yeah. it's not. Well, sure. Yeah. All the ingredients are compliant. Mm-hmm. You're correct. It violates the spirit of the yes. Whole30. Did I say I was on day 16? <laughs> I am out of poo to give. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I need something that seems semi-normal. Uh, and so these are made of cassava flour, which is a root vegetable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so cassava flour chips. And I found this thing that is either going to be amazing or terrible. It's cashew queso. So you're going to test it out on us. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all are. Oh, y'all are <laughs> this is the, like the second yeah. time you've tested food out on us the, via the podcast. This is true. This is true. The first time it didn't turn out poorly for you, did it? Jalapeno M and M's were fantastic. Was, they were great. Uh, I wasn't there for it, but I know. I wouldn't call fact. it fantastic, but the I'd best M and M's. No, the best M and M's. You've never no. had almond M and M's. Oh, I have. You okay? And you think the, the jalapeno peanut okay. ones are the best? Second best is peanut butter. Okay, interesting. And, and then then we go from there. Um, interesting. Okay. Okay. So, did I mention I'm going to die with cashew butter in my arteries? This is, you know, there's yeah. a, there's a deep connection here. I, I feel mind. like at this um, point I'm just stalling because I'm looking at the pale. It's queso blanco. It's it's faux queso blanco. Oh, um, it's yes. yeah. It's it's white because some queso is is like that. Don't. This is going to be good. This it's is going to be good. Don't, don't okay. knock it before you try it. Listen. Also, not we don't know. How much I can taste at this point as I'm oh, no. getting over this uh, sinus infection, but we're gonna find out. All right. Apparently, I'm going first. Yes, yes you are. Of course. You seem to be most, the most averse uh, already. Yes. There's a little fear and trepidation. So. I mean, it's fine. I would have preferred if you would have heated up for us. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it's not bad. But no, it's not bad. It's not my mom's cashew queso. Oh, that's right. Your mom has a nice ripe. Every time I think I know Kiefer, he comes up with this nugget that is just um, wholly right. different and amazing. And <laughs> Ask me about cashew queso. I know the Yeah, answers. you know, the things you I don't think. You know how to make that, it. Uh, my mom knows how to make oh, okay, okay. it. okay. I know how to eat it. <laughs> Fair I enough. I've never tried to make it. But she makes it look pretty easy. Do you have this homemade... Cassava flour chips too? Or no, no. no okay. I just buy regular tortilla chips. There's no, <laughs> there's no stipulation in my diet for <laughs> tortilla chips. Not bad. Not bad. I, I, you know, and maybe it is that I've been 16 days without any dairy at all, and so it may be that you know I've lost what queso tastes like. So, okay. uh, but it's really not bad. And I was kind of impressed by it because um, I was prepared for it to be awful. Mm-hmm. So maybe on that scale. If you're prepared for awful, not bad is like a nine or a ten. Right. You know. Yeah. But it, it reminds me that sometimes, you know, the unexpected things mm-hmm. are end up being beautiful. We find power and beauty in places we don't expect it. One of the things we began celebrating on Sunday was that sometimes God speaks very powerfully to us through stuff that's not labeled 
holy or sacred. It, yeah. It's labeled secular. I mean, looking at some of the vinyl theology that exists, some of the things that capture, we believe, God's spirit and what God hopes and dreams for us, and sometimes the aching of our heart mm-hmm. um, in the music of our pop culture. And, and so today on the on the podcast, we're going to bring that here. In the bonus tracks. In the bonus tracks. The bonus tracks. And you'll also get the bonus of Kiefer continuing to enjoy the cashew queso in the background. Right, no, right. I'm going to try to not do that because I, no, I, I have no idea what this is, the mics are picking up from. Oh, they're getting all of it. Oh, they're getting all of it. I apologize for the sounds that will come out of this yeah. podcast. Welcome to Gather, Grow, Go podcast. I'm Pastor Daniel. I'm Pastor Melissa. And I'm Jess Kiefer. We are glad you're here. This is Bonus Tracks. And Bonus Tracks is a time where you are going to get to hear from your worship leadership team over these next couple of weeks with songs that are feeding their soul right now. Today, we're going to hear from Kiefer. Next week, we're going to hear from Pastor Melissa. We're going to hear from B. Wesley Vance here in a couple of weeks. I'm going to have something in a couple of weeks here. We're going to have some special guests come in at the end of the month mm-hmm. to uh, help us expand the breadth of of the way we search for for the spaces in which god will feed our soul i'm so excited this is my jam this is all, I, I love doing this you know if you're a church musician and don't get pumped about doing this series <laughs> it, it goes on the, on the list against you at your annual review it's like all right you know are you sure you're called to this <laughs> right, if yeah. you're not pumped about this yes. um but keeper get us started tell me uh what is your bonus track for us today it took me a while to find mine i had a lot of different options because i kind of do this naturally like where i look for god and stuff like that in music that's not necessarily church music i kind of do that already so i had a few on my mind to choose from but the one i settled on uh is a song one of my favorite songs from one of my favorite albums it's called either way and it's the opening track on an album by wilco um and the name of the album is escaping me but so it's either way by wilco um and i'm gonna play a little bit of it for you Maybe the sun will shine today The clouds will blow away Maybe I won't feel so afraid I like this song is because um, I, I just really like the tone of the, the just the approach that he has in writing the song is very much you know the sun might shine today it might not you know clouds go away maybe not either way this is the point of the song I'll try and be happy I'll try to find my way through life and just kind of expect the unexpected is sort of the whole tone of the lyrics um, and I really like that outlook on life because um, as I have come to learn so much in my adult life um, life is unexpected a lot of the times. And so if you kind of wake up, I've woken up a lot 
um, with that mentality of like, you know, maybe the sun will shine today, maybe it'll be rainy, um, metaphorically or literally, and it's just either way, uh, I'll just try to go about life um, and expect all of it um, or none of it. You know, I, uh, having all of those expectations um, <clears throat> or so rather expecting life to go one way just leads to that sort of um, like disappointment, suffering, all, all of those things. And so um, I just really like the outlook of the song. Um, and I actually find biblical grounding for the song um, in Ecclesiastes, which is everybody's mm, favorite book <laughs> of the Bible, right? Um, it's one of the wisdom books, and I spent a long time, um, or I, I don't know, I, I went off about the, the wisdom books like a, a, a few years ago. I just really found a, I don't even remember who I was listening to, but I found a great uh, person talking about uh, the importance and the significance of the wisdom literature, specifically Ecclesiastes was my favorite because um, whereas Proverbs has this sort of do this and this will happen kind of approach, it's that lens through life, which happens for many people a lot. Um, it's not the, it's paired with Ecclesiastes to have that sort of, um, you know, there's also sometimes you do these things and you don't get, you know, what you're supposed to get from doing this. You don't, you know, sometimes bad things happen to good people is the is kind of the colloquial uh, way to say that. But um, it, the, I think it's like 13 times or something throughout the book, the author calls life uh, smoke hevel is the, is the Hebrew word. And it just kind of is like, you know, sometimes life is hard to grasp. You can't really, um, you don't really know what to expect at every turn. And sometimes you do the right thing and the wrong thing happens to you. And sometimes you do the wrong thing and really good things happen to you and all that kind of stuff. And so, I don't know, that's been <clears throat> the space that I've explored viewing life over the last few years very good i was unfamiliar with this song before you sent mm -hmm. it to me right and the one of the things i love about this bonus tracks and why i love we're soliciting uh, from the congregation their bonus tracks right to to fill this playlist is that i know i will learn and experience music that is beautiful and powerful that i didn't know or hadn't experienced mm -hmm. before right um and, and i think this is an incredibly powerful way to get started on here and so i love that you picked it because life can often feel like everything is going according to plan, right? Everything is going according to the way it's supposed to, air quotes. And then life, just as often as it does that, will throw you a sucker punch. We're like, I didn't do anything to deserve that, mm -hmm. right? Or why is this happening? You know, one of the, the most asked questions throughout the history of humanity as we've wrestled with our theology of things is sort of, if God is good, why do bad things happen to good people, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, and I think... There are things that we can do in response to that question. And there are things that happen that are way outside of our control. And one of the things this song beautifully names is one of the things that each and every one of us can do when, when things are going well and when things are going badly. We can just keep trucking, right? And we can do our best to, to live a life of joy and hope in the face of rain or sunshine mm -hmm. in the face uh, of, of when things, you know, are going great or not, right? It, it really is uh, a, a very poignant reminder of those moments when we feel like we don't have any agency, right? We don't have any power. Right. We do have the power over what we do mm -hmm. in the I, face of it. I loved that, like, when you told us this was the song you were doing so we could listen to it ahead of time and, you know, have some thoughts or some questions to engage with this. When you said either way, I immediately in my head started singing the song thinking, yeah, I know the song. But the either way I know is by a band called uh, Beta Radio. Huh. And um, what I loved was 
I listened to their song either way as well um, in this. And I love that in both of these songs, they both have that same, the lyrics are completely different except for that they both have the either way. Um, but in the one that I knew of Beta Radio's um, song, Either Way, it's either way I want to go. So even this willingness to say, whether life is good or bad because that sense is in that song as well um but either way i still want to go i still want to experience life and i feel like that's kind of what we get in the koholet the ecclesiastical text is this there's still this willingness and there's still this like hunger for life either Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. good or bad right where do you, Kiefer, like in listening to this song, um, in pulling us alongside the ecclesiastical text, like where do you feel God stirring in your mm. life in the midst of that? I mean, it's kind of like I said, like it, it's really the first few moments of like my mornings are, are I try to be intentional when I, I don't, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> so like I don't yeah. have the whole routine. I don't like meditate or do yoga mm-hmm. or like, you know, cook myself a nice breakfast or anything like that. But um, I do kind of have that morning, like this is what I'm going to think about today. I have little reminders around my apartment and things like that. And the, the reminder usually is something along the lines of like, hey, don't have too many expectations <laughs> like for today. Mm-hmm. Like not so little that I just am floating, you know, aimlessly mm-hmm. through life. I don't want to be that guy. Like I want to get something done throughout the day. But in terms of I, I'm resting my happiness on whether or not something happens to me the way that I want it to happen to me. Um, that's sort of not the space I want to live in, in my, at the very beginning of my adult life. So it's very easy to, um, the song, when I listen to the song, it's, it kind of grounds me in that whole, um, you know, I might see the sun today. I might not, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep the outlook of, I will be happy and kind of just wander through whatever's going to happen. And I'll take everything as like, Oh, cool. That's, <laughs> that's happening. So is the, is the experience of God in the midst of starting your days in those ways, a sense of, um, I know God will be present whether mm, or not yes. I miss it, or is it more so I might miss God today. Ooh. I want to say the first one, but probably the second one, too. Not that I ever, I don't think I wake up and say, like, well, I'll probably miss God a couple times today. But, I mean, that that is kind of there. Just it's, we fall short at being able to recognize the divine, like, all the time. Um, But I do definitely kind of wake up going, like, God is, that is a daily reminder, too, is that God is, like, is in everywhere is in everything i just need the eyes to see is sort of always the the prayer that i'm praying um and so yeah that song in that way does kind of tie in to it sounds familiar to something that was said on sunday morning if uh those of you who are listening <laughs> was here i don't know something in the book of acts about yeah, it god we yeah. have our being and moving Live, and move yeah. and exist uh-huh. yes Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think one of the things that is powerful about what you have just shared, and, and I know has been true for me, is I tend to be a forward thinking guy. I tend to be goal driven. I tend to be always going, you know, what is next? And in when you're living in what is next, one, you can find disappointment pretty easily, mm-hmm. right? Because you can cast a vision for the future that may or may not come to fruition. But you can also live your whole life in the future, right? right. Where you're always perpetually mm-hmm. looking to to what is next and what will bring wholeness and happiness and and in all of that in the same kind of way that um, 
that we just miss things, mm-hmm. right? And we miss the experience of things, whether it's good or bad or indifferent, right? We, we just miss where God is active and at work, where those relationships are being formed. And, and, and it is really, it's, it's just a, it can be something that, that causes great uh, lament in us when we realize what we've done, right? Right. Uh, and, and the intentionality behind how am I going to make sure and start in a place where my focus is not on what possibilities exist or placing expectations on everything while still saying, you know, I'm going to be radically present today. Right. And and I feel like there's probably a balance there. Right. I mean, I feel like the stereotype is that people who are radically present never get anything done. And, you know, there's a level of which in life you kind of have to get certain things done. Right. The, there, there will come a day if, if we quit doing our jobs that either the SPR is going to call the DS and go, come <laughs> on now, what, what, is, what is happening here? Um, or conversations will happen, right. you know. But how can we be sort of spiritually present in the moment and not miss what is, what is in the future um, and, and not miss that opportunity to be invested in helping bring forth God's preferred future Mm-hmm. while still being radically present. That was something that I feel like I keep having to learn over and over again within my ministry life is because I am someone who prefers to live in the future of like, you know, what are the I next all of us are. three <laughs> things um, that I need to check off for? What are yeah. the, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but when I am rooted and when I am present, when I've been faithful, I think one of the ways God has shown up in my own life um, is showing me a moment to reflect back on a mm. moment where I was present. And then I look back and I see, hey, I was fully present in this moment with the person that showed up or the situation that appeared in my lap. And yet there was also time to get the necessary things done. Mm. So maybe not all three things got checked off the to-do list for that day, but maybe it was really only one or two that must and had to get done. And mm. those things got done. So I think there's also this, this beauty in that when we are faithful to God, God shows us faithfulness in other small ways. And like I said, like and even with the song, it's either way. It's not um, that it will happen this way or it won't happen this way. But either way, God's faithfulness yeah. is still, yes. there's something powerful about that. Yeah. it's a, In fact, the one of the lines is like everything, ha- the last line of the song is everything has its plan either way. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not, you know, there's still goodness to be found either way this goes at the end of the day right and i also kind of like the way that that lyric gets thrown up there of because it doesn't feel like the everything happens for a reason kind of line right but rather that it's this everything at the end ecclesiastes there for all things there's a season yes yes like at the end of the day the plan will have been written you can look back and see what has happened right in the reality of the present moment even with the end moment of that plan being lived out is the reality that we have no control Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. like that plan is like smoke and mist and if we try and wrangle and perfect it Either way, it's still going to play out the way that it's going to play out. Right. 
It's interesting, you know, as we're having this conversation, I'm drawn to conversations I've had with people from different cultures and different backgrounds over the years. And and, and the American culture is one of the few in the world, really Western culture, um, Western Europe and America are, is the only place in the world where we have the idea that time is money, right? Mm-hmm. It, yep. It's not a global thing. It's not a universal human thing. And, and I think what is captured in the song really well is it pushes me beyond that thing that runs in my head that says this time is money, right? That says I got to check off everything on my list today. There may be days where I check off everything on my list and half of my list tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Thanks be to God. Mm -hmm. But there may also be days where because I keep an open door policy, I have seven amazing conversations with, with people from across life and I don't get anything done mm-hmm. that Sorry. was on the list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> One of those is usually me at right. least once in the week. <laughs> and, and that's okay. I mean, I think part of what we see here is the beauty in both of those. Right. Right. I mean, I leave those conversations deeply enriched and I think better able to pastor and to parent and, and to, to walk with God having had those conversations. When I lose my way from a spiritual standpoint where I begin to sort of allow the well to dry up is when I live too much in CEO mold, right? Mm -hmm. Where I am focused on, you know, leading in all of the ways that administer this, the ship that we have. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and, and one of the the things that I've had to be mindful of is in, in church world, when people find out you could administer things, right. You will be given those tasks because yeah. it's not a universally present skill set within the life of the church, right? And, and it's needed within the church. And yet, people will give you that if you don't have internal boundaries, mm-hmm. to a point that pushes you past your place of physical or spiritual or relational health, right? That yeah. pushes you actually out of a place of effectiveness because mm-hmm. of a space of effectiveness that you have in the administrative space. Right. And so how do, where does that get lived out in, in each of our lives? Right. Cause we probably have all have that gifting, that spiritual gifting that people will say, you are awesome and amazing at this. I'm going to give you this and give you this and give you this and give you this and, right. and, and pour you out um, to the place where you don't have time to, to wrestle with how is it with your soul? Maybe it's a, Hey, can you arrange this, these 17 new songs that we're trying to wrestle with that'll <laughs> yeah. fit uh, within our sermon series and, and create little uh, <laughs> sing-along uh, MP3s for us. Ooh. So we really don't have to learn the songs. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that I would mean, be crazy. Who would ever yeah, do that? Who would ever do that? <laughs> right. Not me last Wednesday. Um, <laughs> not at all. Uh, although you'll love it and worship the next couple weeks. When you're here. <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, it will be fantastic. Super worth it. But but where is that space in your life where people recognize a God-given gift in you that is a gift, but that also pushes you away from this space of no matter how the day goes, I will find joy. No matter how the day goes, mm-hmm. I will find uh, presence and I will be open to what God has for that day. What is that in each of your lives that kind of pushes you away from that space? Well, I think for me, I successfully got us to create a new job out of that. That is true. That is true. Yeah. It's called digital communications. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, no, because like that was, you know, something that when we got here, Daniel and I got here a little over a year ago, um, you kind of have to look at your website and your your um, social media presence as the front door of your church now. It's that porch experience people can have. Um, and that was a space, you know, we already had some great um, person to person, 
um, community engagement happening. But the Absolutely. piece that was missing was that front porch experience that happens on the digital sphere. And so, you know, I took on a lot of that and more of it got put on my plate and I love doing that and it was exciting, but it did eventually start to take away from mm. some of the pastoral roles and capacities that I've had. Um, and thankfully we're in a healthy enough place that we're able to, you know, you can't always create a new job out of that. But in this situation, True. we got, you know, you Kiefer, which has been right. exciting and it's been, um, a joy and a gift for me that as you have taken on those kinds of things, it's actually allowing me to kind of go back to those places of, okay, what is the next most faithful thing I can do to serve and help be a shepherd in the midst of hmm. this church? Yeah. Um, and so, well, yeah. I guess my, it's a similar I don't know if it exactly answers your question, but it's a but my my biggest experience, like obviously like I'm a musician and that's kind of been how I have gotten jobs and things like that. And it's like that's that's been my whole whole time through college and now after college that's been the main thing about me getting jobs. I've had jobs though where when music music was the only focal point and it was sort of the like I was this resource for the people and I was mm. just kind of constantly just the music guy and it was really hard to get um feel like I was a a part of the bigger kind of grander thing that was going on. It was difficult for me to connect um, with other people outside of like music conversations and things like mm. that. Um, it was, it's just been hard for me. And, and I actually have felt like if I'm just in a space or in some circle where I'm just like the music guy, it's like eventually, eventually that isn't actually enough. So I actually kind of teeter back and forth between thinking of myself as like the musician because I do like thinking of, like that's what I am and that's what I do it's a big piece of who I am it's just not all of who I am um, and so yeah. when I've been in spaces where that's been treated more like a resource like what I said that's been um, pretty I felt pretty dry and spiritually dry in those mm -hmm. those places and so here it's been nice to be music and digital media because that is treated like <laughs> treated like I have I'm learning so much on the other end and so people come to me for lots of different things now and so I feel very much more like you know integrated so if we can ask you about music i hope you know in this moment at least no i, I know i quit well like i feel like <laughs> i feel like we wouldn't be doing this full justice if we only talked about the lyrics of the song oh, because there's also the power of of the the sound the quality the notes that add in and so i mean you don't even this have to song you know like, this song okay yeah so this song this band this particular album like they they're really great solid just sort of like it's really just your bread and butter like they have like the keyboard and the bass guitar and the guitar and the drum it's like there's nothing crazy about what mm -hmm. they have instrument wise it honestly took me back to like a beatles sound quality yeah mm -hmm. is that fair yeah okay. it's very okay. fair yeah he's and i've been listening to the beatles a lot this week because we got <laughs> let it be coming right. sunday so yeah yeah, yeah. No, it, yes it, we are doing the beatles on this Sunday, so come to church this Sunday. That's right. <laughs> um, bring your friends, but yeah, the, and there's uh, like a whole, like a wholesome feeling almost mm. that yeah. comes with that. I, I don't know. I mean, I could, I can get come real on. into it. Okay, okay. The the music stuff. I mean, what really caught me is this: the opening song on the album, the first thirty seconds or so of the song, like it opens up with that little just electric guitar, real chill kind of lick that happens. Um, and he actually starts singing before the the drums come in, the hi hat comes in, and right when he says like maybe it's just maybe the sun will shine today, like it kind of kicks off the song. And so right already like 
it feels like it I've always like heard it as the sun kind of rising mm, and then yeah. the day starts with the little hi-hat of the, like the, the way they paint the picture of the lyrics with the music you can is actually see really yourself good. like getting out of yes. bed is that yeah. yeah and so it's it's like my favorite wake up song already just I for, see like just a musically. music video for me oh, already yeah out yeah, of yeah. This. it's very visual it actually yeah. does like make you it's just the kind of music that makes you think and see things in your mm-hmm. head and like really kind of draws that out of you um, and just as the song goes on like the build is great I can even talk about like the the chord structure is super not uh, average. Like it's very um, they had some really interesting lines and where the chords go and things like that is very. So what it what does that do for you as a musician? Because like someone who can like understand, you know, those chord progressions happening. Like what is that speaking to your soul? I don't. I mean, to me, like when the chord. So there it is sort of a normal chord progression, and then like it's all it all has to do with the lyrics of the song. So the the, the what that does for me as a musician is it goes. Okay, not, they didn't just like write music and then slap some words mm-hmm. over it. It was a whole like the whole song is wholesomely a a uh, holistic approach to trying to get this message across through the lyrics and then backing the lyrics up with this music. That so like when they go when they start they say maybe the sun will shine today maybe the clouds will blow away maybe I won't feel so afraid and then there's a tone sh- literally a tone shift in the music in the chord progression to go a little bit to this my kind of minor walk down kind of place and it's just I will try to understand either way and when he says either way it kind of goes back to that so there's this tension of like I'll try to understand either way and when he says either way it goes back to the major feel of the beginning of the song and it's very like Hmm. it just very is like there's this tension and then he goes okay but either way like it's Mm -hmm. gonna be there's There's sort of this release so you kind of get some of the tone like the unspoken if you was to just read this as a poem it might not get come across the same way like you need the music behind it I think for it to really hit the way it hits so and I like to me that communicates something about who God is too Mm. of like the way God relates to us in life is like it have y'all ever like said something around your phone and then all of a sudden your Facebook and your Instagram start advertising yes. the Dyson vacuum or Patrick and I right now. Now we're, I'm going to have vacuum. You're welcome. Thank yeah, you. that's right. Yeah. Uh, Patrick and I right now, you know, since um, just recently moving, we're looking for a couple of chairs. So that's been something in our conversation. Same. And so like all sorts of like living room set and for like keeps coming up. But anyways, like, but it's that thing where it like, it can be in your conversation. It can be in your um, what you're looking at on your social medias, or all of a sudden, even in the commercials you're looking at, you know, on TV or something. Um, but that, like, God can seep in in all those different kind of ways, or even in the way music relates to us. That God relates to us not just in the words or the lyrics, but also in the actions of the actual physical manifestation of that music being played out and the combination yeah. of those two things coming together to be these really powerful moments of where God shows up. And I think sometimes those, like, what we can kind of sometimes call clichely, you know, mountaintop highs, but right. um, those really powerful moments where you just can't miss God right. standing right there in front of you. I think it's sometimes when we allow those layers where we allow not just the lyrics of what God's trying to say or just the music of what God's trying yeah. to communicate, but both of those things coming together and we actually 
notice. I'm not quite ready to, to name God as the Facebook messenger okay. app that is <laughs> listening to our conversations. But but the truth there's deep truth in what you said that the place of intention where the music and the lyric come together to mm-hmm. tell a story, that is both an inspiration of the divine spark that lives in each and every right. one of us and an expression of and a place where God works in the midst of the it's it, it is in that it comes from God and yet God speaks through it too mm-hmm. um, and, and so there is that when that meld happens and, and I don't know I've heard uh, uh, musician after musician visual artist after visual artist talk about that that moment where something is good but it's not just not good enough yet mm-hmm. right it it, it yeah it's pretty, it sounds good, or visually it's, it's beautiful, and yet it doesn't yet speak to your soul, yeah. right? I think that, that oomph, whatever that is, is a function of God working in us and through us, that Holy Spirit pushing to say, yes, that's great, but there is more, more. there. Right. Um, and, and that's why you know, I love that, you know, that music, the, this song is not one of those that some computer algorithm has spit out to say, have these five chord progressions and you will have a pop hit, right? <laughs> right. It's not Gangnam style, right? Where, no. Or, or well, I guess that's not really the example. The, what does a fox say, right? Where they made up yes. lyrics that have no, make no sense at all, right? I mean, right. it's like, who on earth cares? And yet they had engineered the hit. Right. With the which was brilliant these. on their part. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> just show, absolutely. Like, guys, this is you can literally make a song about foxes. Yes, <laughs> like, and it will become a huge hit, right? I forgot. About My that children song. will bop their heads and go, "Yeah, can we play? What is the fox?" <laughs> sure. Um, but the beauty and the space where God speaks and moves, I think, is not in the engineering, but in the creating. Mm-hmm. Right, which makes sense for a God who created. Yep, that's what creating. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Word Made Flesh. Thank you for joining us today on the Gather Go Go podcast. I'm Pastor Daniel. I'm Pastor Melissa. And I'm just Kiefer. As you consider uh, how God is speaking to you this week, we invite you to make sure you let us know that. Give us a rating, give us a review, give us um, an email, shout out to us uh, on social media. Let us know that you are listening. Share with us those songs that speak to your soul. As you have probably heard already, Kiefer's in the midst of putting together a Spotify playlist for us with all the songs that speak to our soul. So if you have one of those where God's spark is clearly alive and at work, that creating um, movement of God, of lyric and, and, and music coming together, let us know. Share that with us so that we get to experience all the power and the beauty and the joy that you're experiencing too. And now that you've gathered with us today, we're going to invite you to grow. We're going to invite you to grow by simply slowing down, being present, knowing the truth, that no matter how your day goes, no matter how your week goes, whether it goes just according to plan or completely the opposite of plan, God is present with you either way. And now go. Receive this benediction, this blessing that's meant to be lived out as you go this week. May you go encountering God in the creation of the lyrics and the melodies that play out in your life. May you encounter Christ, the incarnate, 
is the one that is present with you either way. And may you go knowing that the Holy Spirit will be with you in the little lilts, the minors, the majors, the tensions, and the releases of your everyday, ordinary life. May you go in peace. Amen. Okay, hold on. So Listen, I'm gonna. Pull, I'm pulling these away from us because. Can I have one more before you pull it away? Because <laughs> this does not need to be on the soundtrack of All right. our podcast. I'm calling it. If you put it over here, you would have so much pickup noise. Yeah, Dylan will get some. No, get the. Most is the no fun one today on the podcast. Yeah, that's just fine. It's fine. Gets the torch gets passed today. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Please save that recording for future. Yeah.